Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the initial takeoff of the Lifestyle Brothers. I'm your co-pilot, Smalls, here with my brother in travel, Greg the Goon. Let's get it, y'all. Let's get it. So sit back, relax, enjoy the flight. It's going to be an amazing journey. 30 minutes of travel knowledge. So today's episode, people, we're going to talk to you about the basic, basic introduction of our travel. Why do we do it? How do we do it? You know, the basics of why we travel. We've been fortunate to go around the world of various countries, various states throughout the U.S. of A., and we've always seem to have an amazing time and amazing journeys. So sit back, grab something nice to sip on, and enjoy our story. And I'm gonna give you the real version of what happens on these trips. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Please, 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 please. Save your applause for the end. Let me finish, let me finish. So, the first trip we're gonna talk about is the last trip we just came off of, which was Vegas. Went to Vegas, and first of all, all our trips you see in our Instagram pages and, and YouTubes, all our trips is under $999. I have not been on the trip for $1,000 and up. It may look that way from the pictures and from the videos, Facts. but none of our trips cost $1,000. If you Facts. have two Ciroc's and a Grey Goose, you can travel with us. If you have one Rosé, and one Patron, you can shop with us. If you even have one Douce. <laughs> well, well, now, if you're talking about the whole bottle, now you're talking about a Magnum? No, a regular Douce in the club, 350 that's it. Okay, okay. Because okay. we're club guys, we're club guys. A quick backstory to how we fell in love with travel, at least for me, from my part, is that I will work every weekend at the clubs, and then I will figure, where can I go to enjoy myself? Because all I do is work, 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 work. So I said, you know what? Let's take a trip somewhere to celebrate, to enjoy our life. Because we all, all we do is work, and we watch people have fun at work. That's a fact. So, That's a fact. And they have fun for four hours. And after the club's over, it's like they turn into pumpkins. Well, it's a Cinderella story. Cinderella story. Nightlife but, is 11 to 4, sometimes 10 to 4. But then at 4 a.m., it's back to reality. So we want to keep the magic going and said, you know what? Let's keep the party going. Let's travel. Let's work from 11 to 4, and then 5 a.m., go to JFK and fly out the country on the same night we finished working. We've been doing it for the past, what, 10 years? Quite some time. Yeah, so we take one trip every month. So we have a lot of knowledge and a lot of stories to share with you guys for free. And none of that Hollywood stuff, you know what I mean? I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Everything we do is real life. I, I don't ever get facetious and tell you some lies and make it look like it's better than it is. And we spend $8,000 here in, in, in San Tropez. No, no, no. We give you the real, raw, uncut version of what's going on, how you can really get the most bang for your buck. You know, we, you know, I, I'll show you. We, we're going to teach you some travel tips and tricks as well. You know, two-for-one trips, if you understand what that means. If you don't understand, we'll, we'll eventually break it down to you in a different episode. But, uh, yeah, we'll teach you all kind of ways to really get the most bang for your buck, whether you, you're doing a vacation, you're doing a vacation with your squad, you're doing a family vacation, or even one of my favorite things is solo travel. You know, I've gone around the world by myself, just as Mr. Goon has. So, you know, it's, it's different types of travel. You know, even sometimes you have something called a backpacker travel. And we'll break that down to you as well, what that means to become a backpacker traveler. You know, there's many forms to do it, many ways to do it, and there's many ways to save a lot of money. 
and I'm all about saving money. Trust me, I picked the cheapest hotel I could find in Expedia. <laughs> he, 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 well, this is a fact. I mean, there's times when he's traveling, he picked places small as stay here, and I'm like, bro, I mean, for another for another fifteen dollars, we can have hot water. I mean, that's a fact. But we don't need hot water. No, no, we need hot water, for my what? brother. Is because I like to just enjoy a little bit of the amenities. You're never in the room. It doesn't matter. When I go take a shower, I want to know that the hot water comes on when I need it to come on. And sometimes I said for an extra $15, I get a working light. It's cool. I mean, like I said. For that $15, I could put towards the tour on the ATV. So hot water to me is optional. Fun is mandatory. So if I could scale back on hot water, which is not a necessity, because I'm not going to be in the room that long. Why pay two ninety nine for a hotel room to have your luggage in it all night long? It makes no sense. No, no, no. I, now I, that there, I would agree with you. But like I explained earlier, there's different forms of travel. You may have a vacation, which is significant other. If my babe wants hot water, then she gotta go with her other dude. Cause with me, <laughs> hot water is not mandatory. No, no. I re- listen, listen, listen. I repeat, hot water is not mandatory. All right. Well, see, in certain parts of travel, we do differ. I, I, I will, I will admit that. Correct. You know, I, I enjoy certain aspects of travel, just like he has, uh, really enjoys other aspects of the travel. You're more of a foodie. Let me. Can I just um, critique you real quick, or give me my assessment of you real quick from my point of view? Because you can't do it from yourself. Sure. Feel okay. free, my brother. Okay. Feel okay. Free. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real. You are a person that likes to eat, because you're a big guy. So. You want to eat fancy restaurants. You want linguine and fettuccine and all these eenies. Me, I don't want the panini. Just give me a bagel, juice, and cold water. No, but, <laughs> no but hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, I, I, I do I do enjoy sampling some of these foods around the world. I'm not going to go to Morocco and just eat KFC. But KFC <laughs> tastes good. No, no, I'm, I'm, right. I will agree. Let's not talk about KC right now. It's too okay, soon. okay, okay, okay. Let's wait. Well, listen, I'm not going to go to to uh, uh, south of the border of Mexico, let's say, and I'm going to go to McDonald's in Mexico. I'm going to enjoy some local cuisine just to get a taste of, of what's going on. I'm not going to go to the Philippines and ask for Burger King. Okay, I, I respect that. But just now, we right now we're in a COVID, okay? Right now, the city is locked down. It's a pandemic. So right now, we're forced to only do domestic trips. We just came back from Vegas and spent more money in Vegas than we could have if we flew to Morocco, then to San Tropez, then back to Morocco for a panini. No, that's it makes a fact. no sense. That's a fact. That's a fact. So all I'm trying to say is that if you scale down your spending, you could do more on that trip. That's all I'm trying to say. So back to the hot water thing. I do not need <laughs> hot water. All right. Well, that's what we did for. I'm going to spend an extra 15 for hot water. But... But, yes, I do know how to travel on a budget, you know. And speaking of traveling on a budget, I'm going to give you guys a, a quick travel tip, okay? So when you're traveling around the world and you go on these luxurious trips, or if you're not if you're not staying in the all-inclusive, I repeat, if you're not, which I usually don't do because you really don't get to see the country. When you guys travel outside of the United States and you stay at these all-inclusive fancy resorts, you know, let's say, for instance, you're in Jamaica in the grill, you're at a resort, it's cool. It's nice. Yes. But I know so many people I've spoken with over the years when I said, okay, great. Did you get a chance to see the country? And when I say see the country, I mean outside of the walls of the resort. And the answer is always the same. You know why? <laughs> why? Because they spent two ninety nine in their room. Two ninety nine. They spent five ninety nine in their room. I'm not spending five ninety nine on no room. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. 
I don't do it either, but I'm just saying, when you do these all-inclusive resorts and you don't leave the confines of the resort itself, you, you're really wasting your travel because you never really get to see the country for its few, full beauty. You never get to get fully educated on what's really going on in the country other than what the people in the resort are telling you. So, you know, if you go to a country, let's say, let's say for instance, we in Vegas. Let's say we were at a resort in Vegas and we never went outside to the Strip. The Strip meaning Las Vegas Boulevard and a few other locations, which is known as the Vegas Strip itself. If you never left that hotel, you will not get to see what's really going on. You won't get to see the, the, the side shows, the carnies, the, the street food. But do you know that's why they chose that hotel? So they could stay in that hotel. People get trapped by staying in these high, high fits of hotels because it's luxurious. The pool is beautiful. The chandeliers are nice. Marble floors. At the front desk, they say hello. We have hot water. I don't need none of that stuff. Well, listen. Yes, you can stay at the Bellagio or the Aria in Vegas and spend, you know, two, three, four hundred dollars a night. Or you can go to Treasure Island. I'm at Tropicana. And spend $59. Well, I, I'm a fan of Tropicana. Tropicana, $29.99. Plus resort fees, which still brings back up to about okay. $90 a night. But, yes, I, I totally get it. You know, it's, sometimes it's great to be frugal. And really get your money's worth. But like I said, at the end of the day, you really want to get to see where you're going. You don't want to just go to a country in particular and stay in a resort the entire time. Because Correct. you're never going to interact with the actual local people. And then you never got any enrichment from going to another country. The thing about travel is you always want to leave with something. And when I say leave with something, I don't mean a trinket. Or I don't mean a postcard or a magnet. You want to leave with something that you learned. You want to leave with a, a culturally enriched experience where you can always remember that. That's one thing about travel. You, your but memories last a lifetime. That's here where that's that's where we differ. You travel to figure out the historic parts of these trips. Somewhat. I, somewhat. I am history. If I go to a country, if I go to a city, I am bringing myself there. I am history. When I leave, they will know that I was there. That's a fact. But there's no but after that. No, no, no. It's definitely a but because yes. I bring something to the people. I bring myself. I bring my, my knowledge and who I am. Because remember now, we're going to these other countries as Americans. As black Americans at that. You know what I'm saying? So off top, a lot of countries we've been to, you know, some places I've been to. That, remember, remember that time we was in Thailand? We in the middle of nowhere in Thailand. This is no lie. We go to a, a, a 7-Eleven. It's very big in other countries. A lot of 7-Elevens. The guy asked, can he take a picture of us because his kids never seen us. And never seen a black person before in their life. Yes, but he described it at first. He said, yeah, how do I say? Because, you know, it was a little bit of translation in the communication. He said, hey, can I take photo, please? Because uh, how do I say my kids never see see you? And I'm like, what do you mean? He said, yeah, they, they never seen a black person. That's correct. That's the first time I saw a black person alive. Well, in person. Well, in person, not, not on TV. They, so, yeah. Exactly. So that's different. So when you when you go around the world and stuff and you travel to other countries, you want to leave something and also take something. So I'll never I'll never forget that. I'm I'm surprised you remembered it. But yes, I, I was I was amazed. The guy was like, yo, they've never seen a black person in person. You know why I remember that night? Because the kid's face. The way the kid's face looked at me, it was like he didn't know how to he didn't know what to say. Like, wow, it's like Black people are coming to my to where I live. I've never seen that before. That's Only, a fact. And it was just amazing. It was amazing. So I'm when I come to a country, I always bring something and leave something behind. I leave a piece of me in these countries. So when I go back, they'll remember me. That kid would never forget us as long as he lives. Hell no. That's never. a fact. That's never, a fact. Never. I agree with you on that a thousand so percent. We don't do trips and we don't do tours that are on the beaten path. We do everything off the beaten path. Like Vegas, for instance. We didn't really do the strip and do the casinos and do the Bellagio and do the, the pool parties at the at the Wynn 
and the Aria. What we did was we went to the desert and did dune buggies in the sand. That was amazing. That was very, very amazing. And you drive like an animal. So I'm going to need you to slow down next time you drive or get your own dune buggy. Said no one ever. So. I like to live on the edge. We're going to yeah, enjoy life. Yeah. A thousand miles an hour though. But it only goes 180 and you did 190. It's, 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 it's not made for that. Those tires are not made to go that fast in the sand. But that was a very, very good experience. And that, that tour was amazing. Another tour we did, most people do the, like, the gun tours. I don't, I'm not a fan of guns. No offense to N, N, was it N, NRA? NRA? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's not a fan yeah, of I don't, guns. I don't like guns. Ever since Duck Hunt on Nintendo, I stopped playing it because it, <laughs> it was just too violent. I don't want to shoot no ducks. <laughs> well, you know? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shooting no ducks. So Duck Hunt was in my, was in my game. Pac-Man, yeah. Miss Pac-Man all day long. But Duck Hunt, no bueno. I'm not in my house. A little too violent for too you. Too violent for me. Too, too violent. So these tours that we go on is not the standard tours that people usually do when they go to Vegas or these trips. But Vegas is our last trip we went on because there's nowhere else to go in America well, as the world, the right world now. shut down. I'm going to be honest with Mexico's you. still open. So you might as well book a trip there, perhaps. Yeah. Even though I've been there only about 15 times. But. 15 times, but, you know. I think Mexico should be a next a next uh, destination for us to go to, and I think um it'll good it's good to tell them how we're gonna do it and how it's gonna pan out price wise. So what I usually do is I go to Expedia first, and I look for the flights. Shout out to Expedia.com. No affiliation directly, but soon they will be. No, yeah. no, but they, they yeah. always they always give they love. They always show us love. And I'm not gonna lie. Not us. Anybody that has. A, um, a computer. Yeah, no, see, see now here's the funny thing, though, because years ago, I know you was pro Expedia, and I was still messing with Priceline. Yes, yes, you're a Priceline guy. But I used to be. I mean, you know, I'm uh, team my Expedia. man Shatner, you know, I was a Star Trek fan, so when Shatner came on, they had William Shatner, if y'all remember the commercials. So William Shatner had the Priceline commercials. It was very catchy, and I said, cool, I'm a Priceline guy. Now, the price, when I, when I used to research it now, I would, you know, I would go on my computer, and I, I would open up two or three windows. And when I say two or three windows, meaning like I'll have different pages open with all the websites, Orbits.com, Expedia.com, Priceline.com, Hotwire.com. Yeah, I know orbits. all of them. Yeah. So I would go on them, open them all up, and put in the same exact information. And believe it or not, now here what I used to always find. The best two priced ones were Expedia and Priceline. All the other ones always were overpriced. I'm like, how is that possible? I'm getting the same exact flight. The same itinerary, but it's a difference of $100, $80, $150, which was ridiculous. It's an algorithm, and you have to be down with um, Team Expedia. I, I, I mean, I, I leaned over to the Expedia side, I'm not going to lie. Welcome. Just welcome, brother. Let it go. Let it go. But I also go to Google Flights, which I tell you people, if you get a chance, you want to check out and compare flights and prices, you can go to Google Flights. Expedia. Yes, but in regards to the fact, Google Flights will give you airlines that you haven't heard of because you do know with Expedia certain airlines are excluded you're aware I want, of that I want to fly an airlines that has a name that I know no like, no I'm talking about a name brand airline but you do know all the airlines all major airlines do not show up on Expedia you know that what they, airlines are you trying to fly to Mexico to me I mean Mexico I mean I'm, I'm a fan of JetBlue shout out to okay, JetBlue.com yeah. I'm doing direct flights connecting flights is not for me direct JFK CUN that's it no, no, I get it, I get it. I mean, don't get it wrong. I'm a big fan when it comes to airlines. JetBlue is still one of my favorites. I know they did a recent acquisition or merger, so I don't know how that's going to pan out. But as of right now, I'm still a big fan of JetBlue. Shout out to JetBlue.com. JetBlue, I mean, I've been a loyal fan of you guys for years. Fake plug. 
No, no, I'm just being honest. <laughs> well, the reason why, because, you know, I'm almost 6'6". Six, six. I'm 6'5 six, and change. I'm 300, you know, plus minus 40 to 50 pounds, whatever, maybe 60. I've been eating a lot, you know, whatever. But I'm a big guy. But with JetBlue, what I used to always admire about this airline is they gave you a lot of leg room for free. See, magic word, for free. You know, so as a big guy now, when I get on JetBlue planes, besides the fact they give you, you know, your own entertainment, good amount of movies, entertainment, so you're not bored on your flight, they always gave you free leg room. Now, these other airlines, unfortunately, won't say any names, American, <clears throat> United, <clears throat> you don't want to say any names, but they would charge you. And I noticed on some of the planes, they actually um, put the seats back to fit more seats on a plane. This is a fact. You guys can research it if you want for yourself. They What they did with a lot of these planes and airline companies is they, they actually, to put more rows of seats on the plane, they pulled the seats back. So they said, okay, we take off, let's say, two inches of each seat. We can fit another two rows of seats on the plane and make more money. Makes sense? Yeah, it makes bit. sense from a financial point of view, but not from a customer-friendly point of view. Because, you know, a person that's six feet is complaining about getting on these planes. So what do you think about a guy like me that's over 6'4"? It's torture. So that's why I've always been a fan of JetBlue. Shout out to JetBlue.com oh, one more yeah. time. You should just fly cargo. <laughs> That'd be easy. Well, listen, listen, listen. I try to stay within my budget. See, the problem with some people is they go on these planes and they want to do nothing wrong with if you can do it. I mean, I've done it here and there, but sometimes it doesn't make any sense for me to fly business. You know, it's like I could pay it and spend, you know, $2,000 on a flight on the same exact plane. Or I can go in the back of the plane and spend $400. What's the difference? You already have hot water. So well, you, listen, you might as well go listen, get first listen, class. Listen, brother. Don't, don't shortchange yourself now. You want a hot water, right? You want a hot water. You want the hotel room with hot water, Yes, right? $15 is a okay, big difference. Okay, well then go get first class. $1,400, $1,200. That's I'll it's be, a big difference. I'll be in row 32C or 32F by the window. And the plane's going to land the same time as you being in C2A. Same time. Well, I don't do it that often, brother. Damn sure not when you're around. Well, enjoy your first-class flight and your peanuts. Because by the time they get to my row, it'll be the same peanuts. Well, they, they give me free alcohol as well. I don't drink. Exactly. So that's the difference. I will enjoy my nips as I si sip in the air at 30,000 feet. Thank you. But I'm going to be in row 32C or 32F, depending on the leg room. Oh, God. But, Sorry about that, people. Yeah, Expedia is the way to go, basically, in a nutshell. And um, when I book um, Tulum, I'm going to book the flight first, then look for the hotel. Now, let me ask you this question. I already know the answer, but let me ask you this question now. Do you usually do a package deal? You know how you click the flight and say, hey, you can bundle this together? I do that to save $50 because it's just economically cheaper. Now, but, hold on. I'm going to cut you off. Let me ask you now. Do the bundle packages always come out cheaper than individually booking each one? Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. If you have time, you can play around with the, with the numbers. But usually if I do a bundle and the hotel is available with the bundle package, I usually do that. But you know what's funny, though? I've been trying out Airbnbs, but that's a whole other podcast for that. So I'm going I'm to hold on my yes, Airbnb. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to hold on my Airbnb comments for later on in, the, in a different podcast probably. But um, for this, for this um, episode... Expedia is the way that, that I book 99.99999% of my trips. Yes, he and, is pro Expedia. And um, it's easy. It's, it's, it's hassle-free. And you have 24 hours to cancel after you book it. So there's no penalty. I, I agree. I'm, I'm going to say I'm an 85% Expedia guy now. Well, you welcome know. aboard. I'm going to give you a T-shirt. My, my 15%. I'm, I'm lying. Maybe 80. 
I still jump on Priceline for about 5% to check, but also what I do as well is I go directly to the airline itself. So, for instance, I'll go to JetBlue.com to see. I'll go to Delta, which is one of the big boys as well. I'll go to Delta.com just to see. A lot of times, just, you know, the major airlines itself, when you directly book with them, the prices are usually a little higher, I notice, because what Expedia and these other companies do, they're like third-party companies. So what they do is, if you guys don't know, Expedia, Orbitz, Priceline, uh, uh, you know, what they do is, Hotwire, what they do is they buy seats, they, they book a grid of seats on a plane. So the way the plane fills up in the industry is, the plane itself will sell their amount of seats on their website. But what they also don't tell you is, they also sell the same seats to these other companies for them to sell. So it's basically as if they'll say, okay, you know what, Expedia, we're going to give you guys 30 seats on our plane. Orbitz, you got 20 seats. Uh, Hotwire, you got 20 seats. And what they do is they try to resell the seats themselves, so therefore they're not stuck on the price point. That's why they'll give it to you at a discounted price. So if, let's say, for instance, you go to Delta.com for the same exact seat, you may spend, let's say, $3.99. Go to Expedia, the same exact seat might be... $299, $315. And you're saying, why? Why is it cheaper for? It's only because they, they sell them to them at a bulk rate and they, they try to, you know, they try to basically fill the plane. Because if you guys don't know, all these planes fly on a certain amount of gasoline and they calculate that into your price. So they're saying, how much does it take to fuel the plane? Therefore, they're going to factor that back into the price point of the seat that they're selling you. So it makes more sense, economically speaking, to sell a full flight versus a half-full plane. So therefore, they give it to these other carriers to sell to make sure the plane is at its full capacity. Correct. I'm still going to be in 32F. So <laughs> By the window. By the window. Expedia.com. Expedia.com. And they could choose my seat for me. Oh, yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. That's the only problem when you book through Expedia sometimes with these cheaper, cheaper price tickets that you don't get to choose your seat. They're restricted. You don't get to carry on a bag. Correct. And what else they say I can't do? You can't choose your seat. You can't choose. You can't choose your seat. You can't bring a bag on. And certain times you get it. You you don't get uh, priority boarding. Right. Yeah. I've no. The plane's never gonna leave me. So I'm in no rush to get on the plane. I get on the plane last. That's fine. I have no problems getting on the plane last. Oh, and also, no check bag. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. No check luggage. You have well, to pay. Yeah, I guess you know what? Sometimes it definitely is okay to look. Take a sneak, a sneak, sneak peek at the airlines directly. Because sometimes if you have a credit card, like I have a credit card with Delta, and I get points if I fly um, Delta with my American Express card. And uh, sometimes I find good fares, but sometimes Delta doesn't want to go to countries that we travel to. So, But I think Tulum is our next trip, and that's going to be sometime soon. And um, since this is this is a traveling podcast, so we might just do the pro the podcast live in Tulum. It makes sense. It makes sense. Definitely makes sense. <laughs> definitely, definitely makes, makes sense. sense. God bless you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. My this brother. time is kind of scary when you sneeze because you know that is a fact. Yeah, I don't know whether I want to continue this podcast. <laughs> that is a fact. But since I know you, Rona. yeah, we are quarantined together, so Rona. It's, it's okay to sneeze. But Rona for just, the win. Just make sure that next time you sneeze, you you let me know and just. We could pause the podcast and you come back. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, you can just come back, please. You know, yes, please. Yes, sir. Safety first. Like I say, it's definitely. No, 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 no. Not even, no, no. Not even funny. Yet. Don't, don't laugh at this guy, please. No, no, no. I'm no, just saying. You can't. It is imagine you sneezing a on a plane. Oh the my plane God. would just have to deplane. Many, many years ago, 
I'm on, you know, certain airlines that go to certain countries. I won't say any names, you know, but um, certain countries you will go to, half the plane has on masks. This is this is pre-corona. So I used to look around like, wow, why everybody has a mask on? But I realized that we as Americans, we were behind. Let me repeat. We're supposed to be the number one developed country in the world, but we were behind. I'm going to various other countries. I won't say where, but I'm on the plane. I see all the locals getting on the plane. Everybody has on a mask. China. <laughs> uh, what, sorry, what is China? There you go. So, yeah, so I'm going to certain countries, and I'm like, wow, the planes have, you know, half the plane has on mask, all the local travelers. Now, all the tourists, such as myself, we're sitting there with no mask on, like, looking at everybody strange. Fast forward five, six, ten years down the line now, somebody was on to something. And we finally just caught up, unfortunately. But now it is definitely a different time. It is a different state of affairs we are in with travel. I mean, as an American... You know, your passport used to be platinum. Anywhere you went with an American passport, everybody opens the doors. Now? Well, in a nutshell, the moral of the story is, the whole moral of the story is don't sneeze on the plane. That, or that is a or, fact. Or next to me. Gesundheit. Yeah, please. And, and also, just sanitize your hands, sanitize your whole body, walk with sanitizer, walk with two masks, a ski jacket, a bag... What else you need? Gloves. Gloves. PPE. Protection outfit. You need a whole a whole garage a whole garage suit to wear. It's 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 crazy. But you know, the world's changing. Actually it's changing in front of our eyes. Because what we used to do last month today, we can't even do this month today. And next month we don't know what the rules are gonna be because our president and government changes the rules daily. So with that being said, we just have to enjoy what we have, which is today. And we're gonna book this trip. We might even book this trip live. I might go to Expedia right now and just and just do the numbers. Looking at it right now on my other computer, I'm looking at it and I see 287 for the flight round trip leaving out of JFK. Um, 7 a.m. flight, which is pretty early, but it's not a problem for me getting up. And uh, the hotels looking like $55 with hot water. Yes, I see that. I see <laughs> but, that. And that's but a known, I, but I, that is a known hotel but brand, I too. That's not, see, that's not a rinky-dink hotel. But I do see $19 with my coupon code on Expedia for another hotel. It doesn't say how what it is mandatory. It could be an option. Well, but, before you pull the trigger on that, let me go to my other site that I enjoy. Yeah, shout, yeah. Out, shout out to Hotels.com. Oh boy. Yeah, I understand. I know. Yeah, this guy here is pro Expedia. I love Expedia. Shout out to you guys again. But yes, hotels.com is my other go to for hotels, for my lodging amongst various states and countries. They've always shown me love. Not to mention with hotels.com, I get to also, what's the name? I get uh, 10 nights and you get a free night stay. Oh, wow. Good for you. Yes. 10 nights of hot water. Yes, 10 nights of hot water on Hotels.com, and the next night I want to stay is a courtesy night. It's free. I just need three. <laughs> That's all I need. Well, yeah, get, getting back on track with things, people. Like I said, this is our inaugural trip with you guys. We've had a lot of requests from a bunch of people that we know. You know, some we don't really know. We just don't do social media, and they say, hey, man, we love the way you guys move. We love the way you travel. You guys need to do something, man. Give us a podcast. Give us a video blog. Give us a vlog. Give us something. 
you know, because a lot of times we travel just for our own personal enjoyment, to be honest with you. But we did not realize the magnitude of motivation that we were able to supply people, you know, being that we were able to travel and, you know, show the world through our eyes for those people who have yet to see the world. I, I'm humbled by it, you know. Yes. So that's part of the reason why I said, man, the heck with it. You know, Goon said, man, let's do this thing. I said, let's do it. Let's try it. We're in a, we're in a pandemic. Nobody's moving around. Let's learn something new. Learn a new skill. People want to see us more. They want to hear from us more. They think we're, they think we're billionaires or millionaires. I'm broke, baby. I'm a thousandaire. That's nah, it. I ain't I'm a, got that. I'm a thousandaire. I'm broke, baby. But I mean, Instagram makes you feel like you're a millionaire. But I'm just a regular person with a regular job. And if I could do it, so can you. And Facts. so, so I just wanted, to, I just want to shout out. If I had, I have like a, if I had like a choice to travel with somebody, like three of my Instagram friends or two of my Instagram friends, the first one I want to travel with. That I think is dope. I never met her. I bet they met her maybe one time. I had one time. Is travel with Miko. Her page is crazy. That's travel with Miko. Travels the world. She's she's down to earth. You know, glitz and glamour. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm saying glitz and glamour. You know, I love glitz and glamour. Facts. But she's a real person. You know. And I like to find real people to connect with because that's the biggest thing. Connecting with real people and yes. and, and like-minded people too. So. If I could travel with her, that would be dope. But I think she might want hot water. Well, you got to spend your $15 <laughs> for that, brother. Oh, man. I guess I can't go travel with Miko. Let me shout out somebody else that doesn't like hot water. <laughs> Sold by... Gen- um, what's it? Sold by Janaya. No, no. What's her website again? I forgot her website. I think it's Sold by Janaya. Yeah, I think... I got to do more homework. I find do people. I got to find people that don't like hot water. Well, unfortunately, you're in a class by yourself, brother. Well... We have time. We have time. Speaking of time, though, I'm about to make a run. I got to go find my passport holder and get some snacks ready for this flight we're about to take you to. Yes. Thank you for being with us, Podcast World. This is the first podcast, and we tried our best to keep it under 30 minutes. And right now, we're at 29, 51, 52, boom, 53, boom. 54. That means prepare 55, for takeoff. 56, 57, 58, 59, and 30 minutes flat. Good enough. There you go, brother.